Hello, everyone, and welcome to PB and Style. You are in the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you develop your brand. On today's show, I have with me business and career coach, consultant of Job Consulting LLC, Miss Joy O'Brien. We're excited to talk to her today because I believe it's very important for us to leave a lasting impression for those we encounter, whether it's through career or it's through your business. And Joy is going to talk to us about that today and give us her tips and information about how to make that great first impression, how to maintain that impression, um, and how to just be all around like the person you want people to know and hire (laughs) and work with. (laughs) So stay tuned. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich, where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. All right. Okay, so Joy is a business strategist and she offers specialized services and business for businesses and individuals in areas such as human resources, benefits and compensation, recruiting, compliance, coaching, office operations, and administration. That is a lot, guys. She does a lot. Business development, she does that as well, and a lot more. She's committed to thoughtfully and strategically partnering with you to grow your business by ensuring that you're prepared for change. Also, that you are able to meet your company's goals and achieve sustained, profitable growth. Who doesn't want that, guys? She brings positive energy to the approach that she takes to all of her projects. She does this with keen organizational skills that will develop and align your business's efficiencies while cultivating a team environment. She wants her clients to remain laser focused to the specific goals and vision. And she is committed to turning your ideas and objectives objectives into viable plans that truly make what you want a reality. Welcome, 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 Miss Joy. Hello, hello. Guys, this is going to be a great show because I said so. No. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Um, But also, Joy, I just think that um, this conversation needs to be had. I think that, especially from a marketing perspective, we don't sometimes take into account the importance of the backside of relationships. And by backside, I mean, you know, we only get that one time to make a good first impression. And I don't think we think about what happens when we walk away from that situation. And I think what you do in helping businesses with their development, with all the policies, procedures, um, systems that we put in place, that all lends itself to that back-end reputation that your company has. Talk to us a little bit about how you got here. Well, I um, started my business in April. I have worked with numerous different industries from engineering to commercial real estate, uh, manufacturing, and I've got to experience a wide variety of um, environment, office environments where I'm working with like different people and uh, different skill sets and different levels of like management. And, um, it kind of gave me the 
knowledge and experience I needed to kind of go out and do this on my own to help small businesses because a lot of times small businesses just getting started don't really you know have a position for an HR or an office manager they can't afford to hire those positions yet because they're just getting started but yet they need someone to help them lay that foundation Absolutely. Uh, whether it be processes, procedures, handbooks, uh, making sure they're in compliance, uh, whatever those needs are, um, that's kind of what I feel like I can bring to the table and add value to helping them get, you know, launched and mm-hmm. get ready to go for growth. Because one of the very first companies I worked for, we went from like me and the president to basically 60, 70 employees <gasps> in five years. Oh, wow. So such rapid growth requires a lot of organization and um, a lot of constant change. Mm-hmm. And if a company isn't prepared for change, uh, things can get chaotic. Things can get out of control. There can be a lot of turnover. Um, and you want retention. I mean, the turnover is what costs companies a lot of money that are just getting started. And retaining those employees are key. And once you find those good quality employees, you want to keep them. Yes. So to do that, you have to have things put in place. And so that's kind of what I like to come in. We do an assessment. We kind of go over what they feel their needs are and what I, you know, can kind of bring to the table and where I fill in the gaps Mm -hmm. where you know, maybe they didn't think about this. They've been busy maybe thinking about a tactical strategy versus strategizing for the future and what happens a year from now. Are we prepared for that? Exactly. If we bring on a thousand new clients or if we grow to 300 employees. And so that's part of that business development and strategizing and helping them just prepare and get ready. Yes. They, I just, I did a podcast, um, a while ago, I'll link it below, but I talked about some one of my clients who is very good at what they do, but that's what they focused on was their oh, yeah. their 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 talent. Yeah. And what they didn't focus on focus on was the business that's aspect right. of things. And so there was rapid growth. And I think we we sometimes like this client did built his business on a house of cards because there was no structure. And when that rapid growth happened, I mean, it only takes one thing to have the whole thing fall down. If you don't prepare, if you don't have those people in the right place, um, the right people in the key positions, um, it can be detrimental to your growth and your profitability. And so um, that's what I like to come in to do. I want them to be successful. I want them to see that not only can I offer HR and helping them analyze their benefits by creating a value and showing them that, hey, you know, like if you're paying for all of your employees, you know, medical, dental, and vision, you should be offering them like a compensation statement every year when you do their performance appraisal Mm -hmm. so that they can actually see hey, it's not just that I make $15 an hour. I'm all, you know, when you look at a compensation package, it's not just about that hourly right, or salary rate. Right, especially it, if you're getting other benefits that yeah, they factor into the financials. wellness programs. I mean, I created a wellness program at one of the last companies I worked for, and it just grew up. 
um, until we it got so big that it was something that you know we hired a, a wellness company to come in and wow. help us do. Wow. Yeah. So it's just kind of you know understanding your client, what they need, where they're at, and um, making sure that their key players are all on the same page. Mm -hmm. that there's that constant communication that we're constantly all striving for the same goals. And, um, you know, that's what I'm, I'm here to help them do. So one thing that I, I, I talk about with my content is really knowing yourself. That's the whole idea of personal branding, because I feel like, first of all, I mean, I talked about this before such, um, conflict, I would say, not conflict, but just so many different ideas about sure. what personal branding is and how to use it in your business. But my definition really deals more with how you leverage your personal brand on various platforms and the way you do business. Sure. And saying that, um, I believe in you, I want to know from you if you think this is true as well, really understanding and having an idea of how you best operate is sort of fundamental and working with someone yeah. like you, because if you develop a strategy for them to set up these policies and procedures and systems for their business, and it's something that they just know it's not going to work for them, or they haven't acknowledged that this is probably not going to work for them, even though you know it's a great strategy because it's worked for other companies. Sure. If you know internally <laughs> right. that someone gave you this strategy that's and it's right. not going to work for you that's your time to say you know I'm I'm not really good at this or right. uh you might want to have me do something different cuz I would be better over here but tell me what you think about um like as a career coach how important is a client self awareness to the process I mean the I have worked with executives that brought in um, consultants from, you know, another state that didn't really know our industry. And we spent thousands and thousands of dollars on mm. their recommendations and what they thought they, that we should do mm -hmm. in our industry. And when they walked out the door, we did not utilize, <gasps> I know, it was actually quite devastating for me to see it happen and occur and know wow. how much time and energy and you know, we had all these meetings and planning and developing a strategy for the future. And we had a five-year goal. And oh. I mean, it was devastating to see that when they left, the key leadership did not know how to execute. Oh, They didn't know how to make it happen. And they felt like every employee was taxed with, you know, mm -hmm. their jobs are already mm -hmm. loaded up with their normal stuff that they couldn't delegate it, you know, here, you oh. do this part of it, you do this part. So we literally got this great wealth of information from a consulting firm and did nothing with it. Oh, it's, no. it's really devastating. Um, I have not gone into a company yet um, that hadn't wanted what I was offering because um, they saw you know, oh my gosh, this would be a drastic change. Mm -hmm. This would be great for our organization. And they were ready to act on it. Mm -hmm. And I prefer to work with clients that are proactive and that once they see, oh my gosh, this would really be great for our organization, mm -hmm. great for our team, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And they want to act on it and then tell us, what do we need? Do we need, you know, how do we 
how do we go from A to B? That's right. And they want a plan. Mm -hmm. And when they're that excited about it, it makes me that excited about Mm -hmm. it. And I prefer not to work with the ones that just want me to come in there, give them the strategy and then walk away and not see it be a success. Right, right. I want to follow it through to their success. Yeah, I learned that. I learned that so early in my own business in having such a passion to see someone succeed and you give them all the tools they need and then yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Right. Nothing happens with it. And it's like, come I don't understand. On, right? Yeah, it makes no sense to me. If you're in business, like, hello, you know, exactly. like, what's going on? So, yeah, no, I mean, I try to see it through to the end. I mean, I'm working with a client right now. They've been in business since like 1965. Oh, wow. They've never had an HR representative oh wow they started out really small but in the last couple of years they've had rapid growth and so bringing on all these new people is creates all these new dynamics Mm -hmm. and you know structuring and creating departments Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff and they wanted someone to come in and be like okay we kind of need that foundation you know now that we've grown to where it's not just three of us anymore and we have like 15 Mm -hmm. we kind of need they see the need Mm -hmm. and they see the value and so i enjoy working with companies like that right that means they are aware of of their their shortfalls absolutely and they are ready and prepared to make the change, to make the change. That's awesome. So, so if you're listening, it's important for you. I think the lesson here is when working with someone to have an understanding of kind of where you are, like where, where are you starting? So that when that person comes in, you're prepared to say, okay, this is where I am. This is where I want to go. I'm, I'm ready to take the steps that you give me to get there. It's so important. So, I want to know, again, this is PB, personal branding and personal style. So I want to know from you, what do you think personal branding means? I mean, for me, um, I'm a one, you know, I'm a one man show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're a one woman show. One woman, that's right. (laughs) One woman, what am I saying? I am not a man. Um, I am just the one. So, you know, to me, anything I put out there, mm-hmm. um, it's representative of me mm-hmm. and my ethics and my morals and how I feel about things and my dedication. And so, and I am very passionate and my clients can see that. So for personal branding for me, I probably fall short in terms of like marketing and understanding that whole piece of it, just because I feel like if I get the opportunity, I can easily sell you what, you know, what it is that I'm offering. Yeah. But in terms of like social media and going live and doing all those things, I'm probably not where I should be. But that's the beauty of it. And I'm so glad you said that, Joy. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, Joy, you need to go live. I'm like, no, oh. No, so excited you said that. Okay, because good. personal branding to me is just that. It's oh. knowing yourself yes. well enough to know how to put yourselves in what I call circumstances for optimal success. And if you feel that you are the light for your brand enough that when you get the opportunity, you can shine to the point that they want you to do business and you get in there and you kill it. Yeah. 
that is you being authentic yeah. and getting what you need. And people see that and can gravitate towards it and they want to work with that. Right. So personal branding is not the manifestation of, it right. is the leveraging of. Right. So if you feel that you're walking into a networking organization, like we know each other right. from the chamber, right. walking into that uh, situation and having face-to-face conversations with people, finding out what their need is and, and really being able to help them if that's what they need. If that's your thing, that's then leverage that to the yeah. hilt. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if like going live on Facebook is not your thing, then how's that going to work for you? Because then you come across inauthentic. Right. And that's why I did. I have been very reluctant to do things like that yet. I think I'm, you know, I'm going to get there. If you don't want to, you don't have to. If, if what you're doing is working. It's working. Don't change it. I mean, do what is right. I love that. I'm coming out with this um with this course and I'm only mentioning it because the name I can't figure out how I want to name it because I've gone from like authentic marketing 101 to the marketing matrix and now I just want it to be be you just just, I think authentic the authentic marketing marketing you think so well uh, there's a vote for that one I really do I just want people to know that it's It's not it's okay to be authentic it's the best type of marketing yes I talk about, you are very passionate about what you do. And so when you have, just in explaining what you do, you can hear the enthusiasm and the passion for it. When I talk about what I do, I, from myself, I'm like, girl, calm down. (laughs) Calm down. You're going to scare them off if you you keep going so heavy. But I have it, right? And so... It's, it's it's about really tapping into that and leveraging that wherever you feel most comfortable. That's what I feel personal branding is all about. And people get it so confused with branding, I which know. is the act of, right? right? Um, whether it's an image, whether right. it's a video, right. that's the actual stuff. Right. But the personal branding piece is the thing that you're pouring into that that's stuff. Right. And that's what people are going to resonate with. And if we don't tap into it and really understand it, it can be very difficult. That's when you start building on a house of cards because right. then you're relying on your talent right. and you're not doing your due diligence with all the back office stuff right. because that's where it's most important. Because when you walk away, we're talking brand legacy on today's podcast, but when you walk away, that legacy you leave behind is not a strong one. Absolutely. So you have to develop the personal brand piece Yeah, no, and I've definitely been told that you, that like for me, because like you, very passionate, I've been told, you know, you need to tap it down a little bit. Never. And I'm like, how do you do that? Never. Yeah, it's not me. No, it's a passion. Um, I know if you if you've been listening for any time, you know my definition of your passion is that right. is that thing you can do with your eyes closed, your hands tied behind your back, out of a deep sleep, and you do it for free if right. you didn't want to make money at it. Exactly. That is a passion, and when you feel that about something, it's hard to contain it, and you do get really excited about it, and. What's the point in like toning it down if right. that's how you really feel about it? Now, can you shape it? Can you like turn the volume of it sure. down a little bit? Sometimes, yes, depending on where right. you the are, situation. the situation. Right. right. But the passion is still there, and yeah. people should still feel it because they really want to work with someone who cares so deeply sure. about it that they know right. you're gonna do your best. It's that entrepreneur spirit, mm-hmm. and so when you go into someone else's company, 
you realize this is someone else's company. Mm -hmm. You're an entrepreneur. You know what it would mm -hmm. be like if someone came into your organization. You would want them to have that same heart and same exactly. passion. Exactly. And so I think they see that as a value mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. A passionate Absolutely. person that's working on their behalf. Exactly. To fulfill the same goals they have. You right. Know, that's what I'm there to You're do. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That is so true. So you have a blog post. It was titled, You Have the Skills and Wisdom You Need to Fulfill Your Destiny. That's right. I love that. It really speaks to the message that I preach here on PB and yeah. Style and yeah. on my videos, um, Be the Brand TV. So I want to know from you, do you find that your clients are reluctant to believe this? Um, and if so, what method do you use to get them on board? But if they don't, if it's not an issue for them, they're not reluctant, how do you think this belief system assists them in achieving their desired goals? So one one question is, do they buy into it? If not, what happens? Or if they do buy into it, what happens? I would say in most cases, I've had one client, you know, you always have those different personalities mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in, you know, ownership. I've, for the most part, had great experience with you know, ownership, buying into mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you have the gift, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's already in you. All we have to do is tap into it so that you can fulfill it. But you do have those people who are more of, I don't know what you would call it. Pessimistic. Like, yeah, not so positive. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. how are we really going to do that? Mm -hmm. And is this really possible? Right. And, you know, like, they're kind of like the Debbie Downer, if you will, you know, and you have to coach them into believing that you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't have those gifts. Mm -hmm, exactly. I mean, you've started an organization, if it's successful or even somewhat successful, or you're trying to take it to the next level, you know, you obviously have something going. Right. And so now we just need to tap into it. But yeah, I believe everyone in any whether you're the executive or the receptionist, whoever you are in the organization, I just think everyone is born with a gift. It's their, you know, kind of life mission to figure out what that is, mm -hmm. tap into it, and then that way they're living that fulfilled life. Because mm -hmm. to me, that's where I got in my career, where I did not feel fulfilled every day. Mm. I was missing. I needed to be filled up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're like when you go to church and mm -hmm. you leave and mm -hmm. you, ready. you know, you're ready, ready to take on the know? world. Yep. But and you and, and then the world drags you down mm -hmm. and then yeah, you come back and you get filled <laughs> up again. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's the kind of mentality that I look at. Sometimes people in these companies, my clients. They just get to a place where they need to be filled back up. Mm, that's and, awesome. Yeah. And so. And because you're passionate about it, it's so easy, easy to, to go do. in and fill yeah. them up. Yeah. I love it. So I want to know um, where all of this came from. And, I, and I'm asking this question because I, again, am a firm believer that we are the sum of our experiences and influence. Sure. And I want to know about your influence and experiences that have sort of driven you to the decisions that you've made to get you to Job Consulting LLC. Sure. Well, um, my childhood was not much of a childhood. I actually was, um, I lived in poverty most of my childhood. Mm. Uh, our grandparents kept us fed. 
uh, but I did without running water, electricity. Oh wow! Uh, for a long, long time. Wow. In the nineties. Wow. No doubt. Um, <laughs> including like we had an outhouse. Oh wow! Yes. Um, so I was 12 and I washed clothes in like, you know, the galvanized. The basin? Pick, yeah, the basin and put it through the ringer. And oh, it comes wow. Out and you hang it on the line. Yeah. I had a very rough childhood growing up. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, I guess, you know, about the time when I was 15 and started hanging out with a group of friends, my mom and because I was with my mom, my parents divorced when I was young. So she kind of went on this mission to live in East Texas, kind of out, you know, in the woods. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's why we had this kind of rough life. life. Lifestyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we built a two-story log house from scratch. Oh, wow. Antique tools where I'm peeling logs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pine logs. So I was constantly covered in sap, you know, not the normal 12-year-old. No, uh, but what you have from that is a work ethic, I'm yes, sure. Yes, so I started out working really early, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, as I grew up, I had a full-time job my freshman year of high school. I was wow. in the work program, so I would go to school all day, and I would work till 9 or 10 at night. Back then, it was like Tom Thumb, Ecker Drugs, when they mm-hmm, had Ecker mm-hmm. Drugs. I worked in the photo lab. Um, but I worked a full-time job all throughout my high school because when I, my mom and I kind of went our separate ways and I moved in with my dad up here in Dallas, he told me, you know, you got to get a job. Here's your two shelves on the pantry. You need to, and so that's when I got a job at Tom Thumb, so I'd have food. Wow. (laughs) So I really, at 15, you know, had to get my act together and that meant working a full-time job and going to school. I graduated, um, and so I feel like my childhood kind of carved me into being this really hard worker, passionate, Mm -hmm. dedicated, um, not forgetting where I came from, Mm -hmm. being grateful for literally everything Mm -hmm. I have. I Mm -hmm. mean, there are moments, you know, days, moments where I just take a break and I'm like, I'm thankful for this, you know, hibiscus tea. I'm thankful for, you know, a car to drive, a house to live in because I have been opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you can go from a place like that to, you know, being successful and helping other people, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, humbling Mm -hmm. and it makes you extremely grateful. So that's kind of the backstory of, you know, how I got to be where I am and then just all the experiences through all the different companies and industries that I've worked with and all the exposure I've had and gave you the skill set to have the business yeah because I could not afford college Mm -hmm. I had my son when I was 20 so I was a full-time working single mother uh, raising my son and so you know he didn't do without but we weren't like you know, living large. Right, right. So um, I basically took, I feel like I've just been blessed by God, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's had his hand Mm -hmm. on me my entire life. Mm -hmm. He's opened doors for me that, as I've been told by people that hired me, we normally don't hire people that don't have a degree, Mm -hmm. especially in commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. And this was a company that had 10,000 people, and they're like, 
we never hire anyone without a degree wow. of some kind. Well, guess what? They hired me. Mm-hmm. I had no degree. Wow. I had the passion. I had the experience. I had the willingness to do whatever it is that they wanted me to do and grow from there. Wow. And so, yeah, I've just been afforded and blessed um, to me from God my entire life with every opportunity. And I think the same about this opportunity to start my own business is that the timing of it was absolutely perfect. I think it was God's Which way. his plans always are. Always. In perfect timing. Always. Always. And I think that the way it played out was in his right timing and it just, you know, it's been great ever since. You just can't do a thing with divine intervention. Really, like if it's for you, it's for you and you it's really going to happen. Can't. And I really, so like the way I know it's right is that there are things that are happening for me and around me and with people that I'm making connections with that I can see it's God working. Mm-hmm. It's not me. Right. Even though I'm here and kind of like the conduit of, mm-hmm helping connect mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. with other people and then getting jobs and, you know, like Kim um, mentioning mm-hmm. it at the chamber meeting, you know, Joy sent me this candidate. Well, the, Roz had talked to someone in Mississippi who wanted to buy a house here and she had sent her son here early. Mm. I've never met him, never met this, this young man ever. It, I've talked to him on the phone, but he just, he seemed perfect for what Kim was looking wow. for. I literally made the connection and he got hired. Wow. It's just like, to me, that's that wasn't thought. even you. Yeah, that's that wasn't you at all. That's not even me. That's just, I'm the conduit to yeah. get this person to that person and yep. be, have my ears open and listening when he tells me and he's speaking to me to say, Hey, Send him to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most people don't listen to that. Yeah, I'm listening. But I love your story because I think some people would have listened to that and thought how negative. Oh, yeah. Right? Angry. How angry. Right. I did without. Right. I didn't have designer but I, jeans. And- right. But I think when, when you look at your influences and the things that you were influenced by and experiences you've had, you can look at them two ways. You can say, this was horrible and it happened to me. Right. Or you can say... This was horrible, but it gave me this perspective and I don't want to, I don't want to repeat it. I want to do better. I want to move up. You can use it as a stepping stone. Absolutely. And I think that we should look at, we should always look back at those things because it's from those things that you grow grow and you make decisions to get to where you really want to be. You can't deny them. No. They've made you who you are and you've got to acknowledge them in order for them to actually work for you. That's right. You can't hold on to like we talk about um, baggage, you know, you know, she's bringing this baggage with her to this relationship or he's bringing this baggage with him to this relationship or the job or whatever it is, the circumstance. But the baggage, you have to open the the suitcase and you've got to acknowledge what's in it. Because nine times out of ten, I don't care how horrible it is, you can take that and it can work for you. Oh, yeah. Whether it is to be able to minister to someone else who's going through the same thing or if it's to utilize the 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 strength that you had to garner to get through it you can garner that strength now to get through something else but whatever it is I feel like we've got to stop ignoring the past and the baggage or whatever you it could be great influence but a lot of times I see this with negative influences when I'm working with clients because most of the time when I'm working doing one-on-one 
people look at me like I'm crazy when I take them all the way back there. But I'm like, we've got to unpack it because there's so much in there that's going to help you get where you want to go. And to me, though, (laughs) I don't see that as baggage. Like I told my mom later in life, even though, you know, we had had teenage falling out, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, kicked me out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Later in life, I acknowledged that was the perfect thing. Like what I went through, I wouldn't change it. Hindsight is 20 for a minute mm-hmm. because those are tools mm-hmm. in my tool belt. Yes. And experiences that I can say 99% of people my age never have experienced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An outhouse, mm-hmm. showering under a 50 gallon barrel of rainwater. Mm-hmm. These are things most people. I can't say that I have, Joy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do mean, not these, say, I can't say I've had that experience. Yeah, these are things that most people can't, that I feel like... Have made you have the awesome person me. that you are. You appreciate things. Oh, I, I mean, like... Like you that, said, the gratitude and the, the appreciation. The gratitude, like I was telling Laura, you know, like if you get up and you really, like you wake up in the morning and say, thank you for life, because I've known people to die in their sleep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for letting me wake up and be breathing mm-hmm. and alive. And be able to put one foot in front of the other. To get out of the mm-hmm. bed, to go to the bathroom, to run a tub, yes. to take a shower, yes. to have lights, to, you know, yes. just very basic, basic, fundamental things that we take for granted. Running water, a car. And I'm very serious. Like I told my husband one day, I want you to just do out the day. I don't care if it's. I'm thankful for this, you know, protein bar. I'm thankful for, you know, the ability to walk with my legs or use my hands or be able to see and hear. Mm -hmm. There are people that, you know, don't get to leave their bed. Exactly. So these are things that you should be grateful for. Exactly. Exactly. Clothes on your back. I mean, just it's all about um, the having the right perspective and mindset perspective is everything everything before I let you go because that was awesome and I think that I have to stop it there because we can go down there and I will be there all day with you (laughs) and I know you're a busy lady we all got to get back to work but I do want to know from you what you have coming up if there's if there's anything that you want people to tune into tap into grab a hold of I mean always check out my website I do need to update my blog but we are I am working with you know charities from the chamber I hope to be working with you soon yes Um, yes yes definitely working with like the veterans center and grateful gratitude um and hugging seniors and things like that um I'm just to me I want to be in the community giving back awesome Those are things that I'm looking forward to that I have coming up. North Texas Giving Mm -hmm, Day mm -hmm. is coming up. So these are things that are important to me that are in my right now immediate future and just, you know, continued success with, you know, my clients. I love that. Um, Guys, everything that Joy has going on, um, we'll post her website below. You'll be able to check out. Um, more about what she does and um, definitely just um, if you're in the Dallas Fort Worth area like she said North Texas Giving Day is coming up if you're listening to this before September 19th and um, she is involved in a lot of different charities which I really love and I think it goes to the point of uh, when you when you are full 
um, you can give your overflow to mm-hmm. other people. And that's what she's doing. And she's passionate about helping businesses um, with their systems and policies and procedures. But she's also able to fill the cups of other people with her giving and philanthropy. So we appreciate you for that. Guys, if you've not already, go ahead and subscribe to PBN Style. Because like I said earlier, it's the place to be to find clarity, consistency, and authenticity in the way you grow your brand. If you haven't, review PB and Style. We are on iTunes and Spotify. But for all the notes for this particular episode, be sure to visit me over on my website at andreapatrick.com forward slash podcast. And there you'll see Joy's beautiful face for this podcast. And you'll be able to listen to it over and over again, as well as all the other podcasts I have on that page. Thanks again for listening. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks, Joy. All right, guys. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks and we'll see you next time.